He said that Jesus Christ has risen And He is the open door How you doing everyone? Welcome to another episode of The Cajun Conservative where we talk about life, we talk about liberty, and we talk about the pursuit of happiness. And yes, we're showing the world that Cajuns do have intelligence. I hope you're having a good day, good week, wherever you are located. And happy belated Father's Day. If you're listening to do this on the Monday release, it was Father's Day. And happy Father's Day to everyone out there. It is a uh, this we would not have this place if it wouldn't be for fathers. Just think about it, ladies and gentlemen. You have to, you know, ac- according to true science, you need a male and a female. And if you're missing one, you can't have kids. Uh, you know, so thank God for all the fathers out there. Just one quick note: remember, there's a lot of people that are daddies out there, but they're not fathers. A father is a a person that that takes time with the kids and makes sure they're grown up right in the Lord. So, you know, are you a father or you just a, look, you can, anybody can have a child. It takes a man to be a dad and it takes a man to be a father. Let's just say that, but happy belayed father's day. If you're listening to this on the Monday that the episode has dropped. And uh, if you're, if you're watching on YouTube and rumble, you are seeing a new setting, ladies and gentlemen, that's right. We have moved back into the BJS studios. Um, we had a lot of problems, uh, with a BJS. A show a while back with virtual and everything and look i'm going to give you some insight into brothers just searching and to the cajun conservative also our devotionals all that you can find on youtube you can find that on uh on apple google spotify a- uh, amazon music uh the only show that's on rumble is the cajun conservative uh you could if you're the first time listener just go ahead and check all them all them out uh brothers just searching and the cajun conservative go like and subscribe to us as well um but anyway, if, if you're watching, this is the first episode that you see. Um, our BGS studio is um, the whole where I'm sitting at. This is command center for Brothers Just Searching. This is where uh, LB, the producer of Brothers Just Searching, goes ahead and records the show. He edits the videos. And this is command center. Um, and and we, we like doing virtual interviews. We have done multiple. And we have another uh, brother that's going to be coming in with us. And he, all they can do is virtual. So it was like, yeah, let's try it out, whatever. And where the Cajun conservative was, it was, um, we couldn't get the monitor to see him. We saw, we got it done. That episode is releasing on Tuesday. That's with brother Benjamin Pena. And, uh, we just, you know, so I had to rearrange and, and, and the easiest one to rearrange is really the Cajun conservative command center. But if you're looking in the back, you see a, a small piece of the cage, um, not the Cajun conservative brothers, just searching. So, um, which if you are listening to this episode and you say, well, you liked the last week's episode, we have an announcement this week where we're taking a rest on Sunday. The guy said that we're tired. I was tired. I'm here doing a Cajun conservative. That's the only thing I'm doing. Usually, like I said, I'm giving you a lot of backdrop, background, ladies and gentlemen, because usually on Sunday is my busiest day. We are in church. We, uh, we, we do all the production stuff for church. Then we come here and we, we grab a quick bite to eat around two, three o'clock. I'm in the studio. We're recording the Cajun conservative. We're getting the thoughts out. Then we go ahead and we, we do a production, uh, brothers just searching devotional that is exclusively on Facebook and YouTube. And then we record our brothers just searching podcasts. 
at night. So me and LB, shout out to LB producer brothers just searching and second hand into BJS media. Uh, we just we got we do a lot. So um, so yeah, so today, so that's why if you're watching on Rumble and if you're watching on YouTube, you see I have a different setting. Still some pay hey, we got some new uh some new walls. Um, we have a the a picture of the Liberty Bell on the wall now, so we have enough room for that. Um but on that now if you're listening to audio and you you're like this does not matter you just wasted two minutes of my valuable time which i do credit you your time very very uh, very valuable because you uh you, i love how people choose to listen to see my opinion and uh, i'm just grateful for that so thank you to all my faithful listeners and followers uh look guys let's raise up the facebook page let's raise up the youtube page let's get let's get this going ladies and gentlemen youtube has been running pretty slow rumble has been running pretty slow if you know somebody with those channels and that's how they like to listen please go ahead and tell them about the show uh i think they'll be appreciated unless they're a liberal if they are a liberal then we will have an issue we would have some issues with that but um you know how that works ladies and gentlemen so let's go ahead and dive into the topics for this week last um not the last episode we had scott ford on the show and uh me and scott um it was a great episode and we uh, we had a lot to, to talk about but we really couldn't get into everything that i wanted to talk about and this week has been very very busy on the campaign front why because we have trump winning big in a lot of elections now i don't know what's the updated I, I i'm guessing it's around 115 120 but donald trump's record of endorsements is one last time i looked was 110 to 7. it could have went up it could have went down since then but last tuesday we had some big primaries come on and me and Scott, we were recording at the time, and this is how we normally do. We just take the, the election information and we bring it to, uh, su- uh, we bring it on Monday's episode. But listen to this right here. Trump can- uh, Trump endorsed candidates looks to upset, upseat GOP incumbent today. That was on Tuesday, which was the 7th of June. Uh, Tuesday marks another primary election day in a handful of states, Maine, North Dakota, South Dakota, Nevada. And while not all the races are contested, there are several in which Trump endorsed candidates are challenging incumbents, Republicans in showdown between the two camps within the GOP. The former president at the time of this article was written is currently sitting at 110 to seven in the midterm primaries. Now this is by bullet uh, pundit, but there has a few losses for his pick. Most notably, Mason Carthorn, Charles Hudson, David Perdue, Judy Hintz. Here's what Town Hall is watching on Tuesday. Now, this is from Town Hall. This was this was during the day. And ladies and gentlemen, I was watching. I, w- I really wanted to see what was going on. So we got the news Tuesday night from South Carolina. Tim Rice, who voted to impeach Donald Trump, I think the second time, not the first, lost his GOP primary because one of the main reasons is for vote, uh, for in, uh, voting to impeach Donald Trump. GOP Tom, uh, Tim, uh, Tom Rice lost his election primary against Trump back state rep- uh, representative Russell Fry in South Carolina on Tuesday. Now, this was the election that uh, a lot of people were watching because Graham Allen, the famous uh, 
guy on YouTube that made Dear American. He has a podcast out there, which is a great podcast. Um, he was running for this seat. And Donald Trump teamed up with him and uh, Fry. And Donald Trump asked him, look, can you please step out? Because you are running neck and neck with Fry. We got Rice on the other hand. Um, I don't know what's up with South Carolina. I, look, I'm not trying to offend none of my South Carolina listeners, but all, do all your names in with something with food because we got rice and we got fry, you know, fried rice. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, they, the, um, this was what Graham Allen was running for. And Graham Allen stepped back and he made a YouTube, uh, a Facebook live video where he said, look, Mr. President, you were right. I needed to drop out. We, we, uh, we won because of it. So this was another, this was a Trump back candidate beating out an incumbent uh representative and it's all because of one thing he impeached donald trump now ladies and gentlemen this should prove a point to a lot of politicians here and but they're not going to listen especially lizzie graham and uh the other nut I, I can't always think of his name i know it's something long so i don't even try to attempt it but ladies and gentlemen this is a point right here and all these politicians should take into account with this if you go against Donald Trump, and I'm not saying Donald Trump's perfect. I'm not saying Donald Trump is the light of the world. But listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. If, if you go against the people, it's just not because they're, they're backed by Trump. People did not want Trump to be impeached. Both times. A lot of American people thought it was stupid. A lot of American people thought it was uh, idiotic of these politicians to do this. And this is even after the January 6th incident. Um people the american people did not want donald trump to be impeached but the 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 left and some moderate Demo uh, republicans said no we're, we're not going to go ahead and listen to you we're going to go ahead and do our own thing and look unfortunately louisiana has one of them rhinos and he's called bill cassidy bill cassidy voted against donald trump to be impeached and he even said i don't think this is constitutional but i'm going to do it anyway and the people of louisiana were screaming to bill cassidy please do not vote to impeach donald trump you know what bill cassidy did bill cassidy did and now bill cassidy is just going off the rails he's voting for gun legislation he is uh he he's, he's teaming up with the left on everything uh build back better the infrastructure bill all this stuff bill cassidy and all the louisiana people are saying is stop bill cassidy do what we want to do we put you in there but you know what bill cassidy says no i'm gonna do what i want to do and that's what tim uh tom rice did tom rice told his constituents hey i'm voting to impeach donald trump because i believe in the constitution and i believe that 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 we should not have this okay said okay represent uh congressman i understand your conviction but when your people tell you no you shouldn't go ahead and do it and we got some more examples of this but listen to this ladies and gentlemen republican Mar mara flowers wins special texas district democrats carried for by 13 points in 2020 this is from the daily caller Republican Mara Flowers, a first-time candidate for election, wins a special election in Texas' 34th district to complete the term of former Democrat Representative Philmon Villa, who resigned in March. Ladies and gentlemen, now listen to this. With, with more than 70% of the vote at the time of this writing of the uh, article by the Daily Caller, Flowers held a 51% support and a Democrat, Don Santas, Granted, 43.5 despised the per, uh, percentage of two other candidates on the ballot. One Democrat, one Republican, Flyers were able to avoid a runoff. Special analysts called the race shortly after 10 p.m. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is the thing right here. Remember, the Democrats are saying 
Oh, they the the Hispanics they they they're voting for they're voting Democrat. They don't want Donald Trump in there. They don't want the Republicans in there. But ladies and gentlemen, you got to realize that illegal or not illegal, think about this. They still got to pay for fuel. They still got to go ahead and work. They still got to get to places. And guess what? The con the inflation is in it, it's just not involving legal immigrants. It's involving illegal immigrants. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of people ain't putting this into the thought. Illegal immigrants still have to buy gas. They got to buy groceries. They got to live somewhere. Inflation is hitting them as well. So even illegal or not illegal, you're, yeah, well, they might, they, the, the Hispanics might think, well, they might deport us, but if we come here, we live in like Mexico because we can't afford the food. Think about it, ladies and gentlemen. And look, I'm not, look, if you're illegal, great. Get a good paying job. But a lot of these illegals that come here, they're getting paid pennies on the dollar. And guess what? They can't afford to live here. That, that, yeah, they might go to Mexico and have a luxurious lifestyle with the money that we're bringing to them. But the problem with that is these people are suffering just like we are here in America. On that note, they, now look, this is an Hispanic woman, an Hispanic Republican, won a heavenly favored Democrat district. If I'm not mistaken, I don't think this district has been won by a Republican in over 100 years. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden won this district in Texas by 13 points and it turned red. But unfortunately, and I'm giving you some state news as, as we go along, Louisiana is in a battle right here for districts because one liberal Obama appointed judge said, oh, y'all need to have two minority districts because I think y'all did the raw wrong. Now it's probably going up to the Supreme Court and um, our attorney general, Jeff Landry, is trying to fight this because they don't have time to make a map. But the judge didn't even extend it. They said, nope, you got You only got to do it in two weeks. This is because John Bell probably called and said, hey, let's change it. That's my opinion. This, this isn't fact. This isn't fiction. I'm just I'm just telling my opinion. The Democrats are working together, and this is why the Democrats are trying to get another minority district in Louisiana and other minority districts all over the country because they're about to get swamped with a red tsunami. But ladies and gentlemen, now, now like I said, there's two full stories here. But we got another story. Let, let's just keep on going through all these candidates that won. In Nevada, all places Nevada, Trump-backed Sheriff Joe Le, um. Lamboro projected to win Nevada, uh, Nevada, uh, Nevada's Republican governor primary. Now, I think this is the sheriff that went ahead and had the camps where the prisoners slept in tents and they didn't have no pleasures whatsoever. But with 37% reported, this was on Tuesday, the sheriff had a victory, although, uh, um, earning 48% of the vote. Ladies and gentlemen, this is in Nevada. We also have a, a Senate race. Trump endorsed Adam Lexter wins a nomination in Nevada U.S. Senate Republican primary. Ladies and gentlemen, and look, I, look, and Scott, me, me and Scott brought this up and he asked the question, what about the red wave? And he had questions about the last election and whatnot. Okay, I understand the concerns of some Republicans that believe that. But ladies and gentlemen, this is, this is getting out. Look, I, if we go by the math, there were about five or six before that I know. So Trump, if they count all of them, Trump has to be over 120. But that just isn't the point, ladies and gentlemen. Republicans are winning races because of what the Democrats are doing. They're pushing gun legislation. They're pushing climate change. They're pushing, and we're going to talk about some backroom deals in a little while. But think about this, ladies and gentlemen. The Democrats are running scared. Why do I say this? And I, um, 
we had from the Daily Wire, Democrats predict impeachment, violence, and even civil war if Republicans win in November. Congressman Jamal Bowman, and this is a a congressman from uh, New York, predicted the the effects would be disastrous if Republicans were to win control of Congress in November, claiming that anything from violence to a civil war was possible. Bowman, during a weekend appearance on MSNBC, The Cross Connection, argued that Republicans would likely impeach President Joe Biden, which they said they weren't, unless something major happened, as soon as possible if they are granted control of the Congress. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is why... You think about it, this is why they're scared. This is why they're scared of a red wave or a red tsunami. It's because they know that they're going to, they, all their policies that they're pushing through are going to be brought, brought down. But listen to, listen to how these Democrats are talking, ladies and gentlemen. This is why this is scary. Look, I'm leading all up to this. These elections, these, these primaries and these primaries that are going forward are showing that the Democrats are going to lose. The Republicans are favored by two points to win the whole House of Representatives. Ladies and gentlemen, these Republicans are scared. So what they're going to push? The things that they were doing. Oh, oh you're going to impeach Joe Biden. Really? You'll impeach Donald Trump twice for something that, that was stupid. Oh, oh they're going to incite violence. Really? Well, what about the summer of 2020? Oh, that wasn't led by Democrats uh, Democrats in the House of Representatives. No, but when you have uh, uh, politicians saying, hey, we're going to bail you out of jail, that's a problem, ladies and gentlemen. That's inciting violence. Oh, they're going to start a civil war. We have a race war already, ladies and gentlemen. This country isn't racist, but guess what? The, Repo- the Democrats are pushing racism. The Republicans, I mean, the Democrats are pushing um, gender I- uh, gender ideology and it's making people divided that's the only way they can win ladies and gentlemen it's not by uniting the country oh that's what we're doing with racism and that's what we're doing with uh with this gender ideology and sexual talks we're trying to unite the country no ladies and gentlemen they're trying to divide the country one more article then i'm gonna go ahead and take my break we're on the, we're on our heels. Democrat re, Democrats reportedly confront campaign leadership after Republicans flip Texas seat. This is one with Mrs. Miss Flores. Listen, Latino Democrats confront their campaign chair on Wednesday after Republican Texas Representative elect Myra Myra Flores flipped the South Texas seat red in the special election Tuesday, according to Politico. Ladies and gentlemen, they. The Democrats are running scared, and this is why they're coming up with these these stories. Oh, the Republicans are going to go ahead and cause division. The Republicans are going to go ahead and take away your freedoms. And look, ladies and gentlemen, the Democrats are doing this all the time. I wrote on that note. Uh, Democrats predict the Republicans will try to impeach Joe Biden every chance they get to inc- uh, and incite violence if they win in November. The Democrats try to impeach Donald Trump every chance they got. In fact, impeach uh, him twice, and they did incite violence to pass their agenda. Ladies and gentlemen, look what they're doing right now. Look what they're doing with the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court, that I, I, I brought a story two weeks ago where a Supreme Court justice was threatened. Somebody was walking around their house and saw the cops and said, I better call in and turn myself in. He had duct tape, he had a knife, he had a gun, and he had zip ties or whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, isn't that inciting violence for the, the, the agenda? Ladies and gentlemen, this election, this year, now I'm telling all my listeners, go vote. You sitting home does not help. You sitting home, oh, I don't think it's fair. I don't, well, then, then guess what? You're causing the problem too, because you need to go vote. You need to go vote and you need to go ahead and make your voice heard. Because the Republicans have done things to change election laws in states that matter. 
Look at all these states. Look, this is, is not a coincidence that all these Trump-backed candidates, there's not Republican, Trump-backed candidates that care for the nation and want to see you succeed are winning these, uh, these elections. I think the country's finally starting to realize we made a mistake when we voted in backwards Joe into office. I'll be right back after this short break. How you doing, everyone? Isaac here. I'm the Cajun Conservative. And I want to thank Brother Lanny Hayes from Hayes' Dump Truck Service for their generous support of the Cajun Conservative and Brothers Just Searching. Hayes' Dump Truck Service serves the Lafayette and surrounding areas. If you have any job that you need done, like cleanup or hauling material to your job site or your home, we haul limestone, we haul sand, we haul topsoil, any type of material you need. If you're in the Lafayette and surrounding areas, please call Brother Lanny Hayes at 337-852-8043. Remember, Hayes' Dump Truck Service, where Jesus is Lord of the company. All right, everybody, welcome back to the second segment of the Cajun Conservative Show. So talking about this, we remember we talked about Tom Rice early losing his incumbency seat and you have a uh, fry that's going to be going ahead and running that, that district in South Carolina. I think there's another Republican Senator that is in the hot seat right now. Um, this was written Saturday, June 18th, Texas Senator John Cornett booed by crowd at state GOP convention while negotiating junk uh, gun control bills. Now, look, ladies and gentlemen, what I just talked about right here, look, I, that's why I said the Trump back candidates are winning because of one reason. I think people in America are starting to realize who the rhinos, who the rhinos are and who they're not. And, and, and ladies and gentlemen, you, you can say whatever you want. Donald Trump did protect this nation. Donald Trump did have the first interest of this. Look, I did not agree with everything Donald Trump did. But you could tell he was trying. Biden, I, I, backwards Joe, I really think is just trying to mess up everything. And look, I, I'm not going to quote his exact words, but by uh, uh, Obama said the best way. He said, "Don't don't count on it that Joe would f things up. Don't discard that." And, and I think this is what it did. But let's go back to the Republican side because look, I, I just don't bash Democrats. I, I bash Republicans too. He had ten senators team up with Christian cinema and other Democrats that they, they talked about redoing the gun control measures and they have some things. I look, there's some things in this bill that I, the bipartisan bill that I like, uh, mental health care. They, they're, they're touching that. Um, they're, they're, they're talking, they, they, they have a lot of things. I do agree with it, but at the same time, there's a lot of things I disagree with it. And when Democrats start praising something, I'm, I'm scared of it. But anyway, but, but a lot of Americans don't want this. A lot of Americans think, hey, we're good. Leave our guns alone. Let us do what we need to do. Just, just leave us alone. But Senator John Cornett from Texas and our own Bill Cassidy from Louisiana and many other Democrats, uh, Lisa Murkowski, uh, Matt, Mitt Ryan, Matt Ryan, uh, not Matt Ryan, uh, Mitt Romney, um, all these senators, all, all, lot, your normal 10 Rhinos that say we want to work with the Democrats to make things better in America. Ooh, 
But John Carnick was a surprise. Anyway, he's you. I can't believe Texas would uh, would go ahead and send Ted Cruz to the Senate and send this guy. But anyway, he was uh, attending the state GOP convention on Friday, which was the 17th of June. And guess what? He got booed. He's up there trying to... He, he only spoke for 20 minutes, and that's short for a politician. But guess what the crowd was uh, shouting out? No gun control. And John Cornett, I'm passionate as you are about something called the United States Constitution, Cornett said during the speech, according to reports. But there's a problem, Mr. Cornett, Senator Cornett. Um, you're being corny. Because the, the Constitution of the United States says that we have the right to bear arms and that that right will not be infringed upon. So you're telling me you believe in the Constitution, but you want to go ahead and work with Democrats that want to take away our guns. Well, um, I forgot the guy. He's a podcaster and he's a famous podcaster or whatever. He said, look, let's, I just want to appeal the Second Amendment. He said that on MSNBC. That is the that is the end game of the Democrat Party, ladies and gentlemen, is to end the Constitution, Second Amendment. Think about this, ladies and gentlemen. A country that gives up their guns are run by dictatorships. Fidel Castro, uh, Adolf Hitler, uh, but and you, the Democrats do. And look, I'm tired of Republicans. Little by little by little, they give away. Republicans give a little, give a little, give a little, and the Democrats don't give nothing. They don't give diddly squat. Oh, but we got to work with them. Okay, work on measures that we all can agree on that helps the country. But John Cornyn, and look, this is his constituents. He said later on, I, I never bowed down to the mob, and I will never bow down to the mob. But, sir, and I don't know when his election is, but, sir, if you stayed on that course, you're going to lose an election. I don't care how good. I don't care how conservative you think you are. The American people believe in protecting themselves with the Second Amendment. And if this man, this, this, this senator, comes out and says, I believe in the Constitution of the United States. I only bow down to the Constitution of the United States. Well, sir, you're not doing a very good job. Because you're negotiating with anti-Americans, anti-God, and anti-gun Democrats. Oh, but what about Uvalde? Don't we have to take care of Uvalde? Don't we have to take care of the kids? Yeah, there's a very good way to take care of a kid. You know, in this board, this, what they should have said was, hey, let's get some money to train teachers like Ohio did. I believe it's Ohio. I have a note um, of the governor of uh, Iowa. Yeah, it's Iowa or Ohio, one of them, that the governor said, hey, y'all take 24-hour training course on gun safety teachers you can carry a gun think of the mind of a mass shooter which look i can't because i'm i'm sober i'm sober minded and i have all my intelligence but these people that these mass shooters they're not thinking correctly they have a lot they have a mental health issue but just think about this ladies and gentlemen even the mentally ill walking up with their gun Going up to a school. Oh, I'm going to go take out all these kids. Oh, be mean, be big, bad. And I'm going to be living in history. Hey, you know all them teachers got guns in there? Oh, well, um, uh. See, ladies and gentlemen, and that's the point that the Democrats don't get. First off, you got to fix the heart. But secondly, you think about it, okay? What stops a bad guy with a gun? A good guy with a gun. See, all, this, this bipartisan gun bill, hey, look, all gun owners are probably going to follow this thing. Even if they disagree with it, but they're going to do it because they're law-abiding. Uh, a criminal isn't law-abiding. That's why he's a criminal. You think about it. So it don't matter. Look, I, I got a question. Now, I'm going to ask every liberal 
if, if, look, if, if you're a liberal and you're listening to this show and you have the audacity to come on my show and talk, I will talk with you all day long. This mic is open. I will actually start you off. What stops a bad guy with a gun? It's all the gun laws we have. Really? So if it's two more, if you had two more gun laws on the books, would the shooter from Uvalde go and ask, the, oh, oh man, oh, they passed two more gun laws. I can't do it. I'm sorry. No, the dude was a criminal. He was a murderer. He was going to go in there anyway. But John Carnet gets booed and I'm not going to yield to the mob. Really? That mob votes you in. If you, if that was in, if that was in Louisiana or Iowa or Kentucky or somewhere else, you could say that. Hey, I don't, I don't listen to these people. These ain't my constituents, but this dude is doing just like Bill Cassidy, backstabbing Cassidy. That's what I'm going to call him. Backstabbing Cassidy went ahead and, and look, Hey, I'm going to abide by the constitution, but goes ahead and, and tries to uh, impeach Donald Trump and is working on his gun legislation. And look, back, uh, backstabbing Cassidy, I heard he wants to run for governor. I hope he does. Because I'm going to be honest with you. That would be the... You, you, you never saw Bill Cassidy lose so fast? Louisiana does not like Bill Cassidy. And I'm just using that as an example. But John Cornick, I don't ball down to the mob. Well, the mob hires you. And the mob is on the right side of this, ladies and gentlemen. And look, isn't it kind of funny... I'm on a side note. I'm going to get to my next topic. Isn't it kind of funny that these Republicans always bow down to the wrong mob? Um, let's, let's use for example, like the, the gun legislation. Oh, 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 we're going to have gun control to protect our kids. You have, you have millions of Americans all over and they have the right to, to believe that you shouldn't have guns. Hey, yo, senators, y'all need to go ahead and y'all need to change the gun. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. With you, Valdi, and, uh, with the boss, uh, the, 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 the Buffalo shooting. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm. We're going to bow down to y'all. Yes, we're going to change the gun legislation. But you have, you have more Americans that say, hey, we don't want guns taken away. We don't want new gun legislation. You know what they tell us? Screw y'all. We don't want to bow down to the mob. But see, ladies and gentlemen, on the left, they bow down. Why? They might be afraid they're going to riot. See, that's the only ones that do that. Oh, what about, what about January 6th? No, January 6th was not an insurrection. If that was an insurrection, I'm the, I'm the governor of Louisiana and I have a multi-million dollar contract on this podcast. It, it just don't make no sense. Anyway, so Joe Biden last week went ahead and made some, uh, made some noise. Um, no, he was not farting. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> he's full of hot air. But I'm just <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, the White House on Wednesday accused all uh, American oil companies of using the war in uh, Ukraine to achieve record profits, earning them to produce or they're urging them to produce more oil. This is from Breitbart. The White House press secretary, KJP, uh, began the daily press briefing by pointing out that the oil companies continue to make record profits while prices continue to climb. We are calling on them to do the right thing, to be patriots here and not to use the war as an excuse or a reason not to put our put out production, she said. Jean Paris followed up on Biden's stand, uh, stern letter to all companies sent Wednesday morning, threatening to use his war power to force companies to produce more gas. Um, ladies and gentlemen, li listen to the hypocrisy on this right here. OK, just listen for a second. Joe Biden telling the oil companies, hey, you cannot use a Ukraine for your own agenda or your own 
uh, profit or your own, you know, excuse. See, because ladies and gentlemen, the, 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 all, the all did go up when the Ukrainians, I mean, when Russia did invade Ukraine, which we're not hearing about, by the way. Um, but now there's, there's a problem right here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Biden uses Ukraine all the time. Oh, the gas prices are up because of Ukraine. All the shortages in the world. All the we can't get baby formula. We can't get food. We can't get we can't get a motor oil. We can't whatever the crisis is. We can't get it because Ukraine, Russia, inflation. That's all y'all y'all blaming me. It ain't me. That's Putin. Putin went ahead and invaded Ukraine, and that made the markets go up, and that made inflation. So why is it that, that's one point I'm, I'm gonna bring out right here? Why is it okay for Biden to use Ukraine, but nobody else can? Look, gas prices, all companies, did they come out? They did make some money. They made a lot more money. But the, the thing of it is, ladies and gentlemen, they have to go up to keep the production up. They got to keep their prices. That's, that, any business person would say that. Unfortunately, me, as a, as a businessman, we had to go up on our prices for dirt, sand, and everything. Oh, oh, you're trying to jip the people. No, we're trying to pay our bills. See, Biden don't think that. They just look at, oh, look how much money they came in. Yeah, but how much money of that's going to employees? Or how much money is that going to production? Or breakdowns. But he sent this start letter telling him, y'all need to be patriots. Y'all need, need to produce more oil. And they use this excuse, well, we get, they have properties right now they can drill in and they don't drill in. They're not patriots. They're not doing... But ladies and gentlemen, that's the problem. The government is re uh, revoking licenses. They're revoking permits. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I can't remember who it was, but there was a guy on, I think it was on Fox News, that said, look, no, it was Lizzie Graham. Lizzie Graham said that. He said, energy is a future price um, uh, business. Remember I said this a while back because there was like somebody was saying, Biden isn't, Biden don't. How care? How dare you say Biden has has influence on the oil prices? How dare you? Well, he shut down the Keystone Pipeline and he revoked all kind of licenses and permits in the Gulf of Mexico. That didn't involve the prices. Well, if if you're Russia or you're Saudi Arabia or any other major oil company, wait a minute, they opened the Keystone Pipeline. Oh, wait a minute, they drilling in a, uh, they drilling in Alaska and in the Gulf of Mexico. Let's bring down our prices so they can still buy our oil because later on they won't need us no more. <gasps> that's 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 oil field economics 101. Ladies and gentlemen, so when the president said, hey, I'm going to shut down the Keystone Pipeline because of the global warming issue or climate change. Guess why? They brought the prices up because, oh, they, they're not going to have oil in a couple of years. They can call us. So, hey, and then when the war in Ukraine happened, oh, well, that's going to go up. But gas prices were going up way before that. But Biden sent a start telling you got to be paid, produce more oil. If I was an awful company, I would have called the president and be like, uh, can you go ahead and release some of our federal lands that we can drill oil, which they did. This is from the Daily Caller uh, right here. All companies unload on Biden after his taunty vile threats. All companies in the industry trade groups criticized President Joe Biden after he sent a letter to them threatening actions over high gasoline prices. Now, before we move on, I want to talk about that, 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 the, the, the threatening actions. I'm going to declare, I'm going to use my war privilege. L ladies and gentlemen, is America in a war? I'm asking the question, is America in a war right now? Oh, no, no, we're supposed to be at peace. We're only encouraging the war in Ukraine. Well, then how can the president use, declare war 
uh, use war privileges when there is no war. I'd like to ask a lawyer that maybe a lawyer is listening. Can you can send me an email or you can send me a message on Facebook? But ladies and gentlemen, how is that? How can a president of the United States use war privileges when we ain't in a war? He did the same thing. He he used uh, for the di- um, for the uh, for the formula. He did it. He signed something where we can get more formula. Oh, we do the the disaster calls or whatever it's called. But ladies and gentlemen. uh, On Wednesday, several of the companies Biden addressed in his warning letter responded in force, echoing the the industry group response. They noted that refinery utility rates are high and that the president's policies are holding them back. So, ladies and gentlemen, who's at fault for the high gas prices? Ladies and gentlemen, significantly, the uh, refining capital... uh, capacity in the United States, we've been investing through the downturn to increase refining capacity to process U.S. light creed by about 250,000 barrels per day. Uh, ExxonMobil said in a share, uh, uh, statement shared with the Daily Caller News Foundation, we kept investing e- even during the pandemic when we lost more than $20 billion and had to borrow more than $30 billion to, intain, to maintain investment to increase capital to be ready for post-dramatic demand pandemic demand so ladies and gentlemen they're telling them look hey we have to raise our prices we have to spend everything but ladies and gentlemen now i'm going to bring on to another point see now joe biden is here in the oil field company say this but he's still pushing the green energy crisis he's still pushing the and look there is one article i i, I don't have it in my notes but that uh, i forgot what newspaper it was but anyway somebody asked a question is biden doing this to proceed to to go ahead and to extend his political agenda or to push his green new deal thing it's pretty likely ladies and gentlemen this is all this isn't done by random this is this is this has been well planned now this is another thing too ladies and gentlemen i think because this news article is going to go ahead and prove it that biden is doing this not listening to the oil field companies which is his fault because he's trying to put us more dependent on the government why do i say that the daily wire went ahead and report White House still considering sending gas cards to American people reports. The White House is still considering sending out gas rebate cards in the effect to help millions of Americans afford gas as they face high gas prices at the pump. On Friday, um, the 17th of June, Fox Business report that Joe Biden is considering all options to provide relief, including gas cards. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to what I just said. He wants to send people basically more money to buy gas. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, just think about this. Think. The president, the president of the United States. Hey, you know how we fix this problem? I'll tell you how we fix this problem. Let's get more money to it. See, ladies and gentlemen, this is the whole thing about the Democrats right here. And even backwards joke. Inflation's going through the roof. And, and I have another story. We're going to be talking about Joe Manchin and uh, Chuck Schumer and their private meetings and backwards back room deals in a little bit. But listen to what the Democrats are thinking. Hey, inflation's high. Gas is high. Supply chain crisis. How do we fix that? Well, let me, and look, if I was an advisor to the president, I'd say, Mr. President, open the Keystone Pipeline, open the Gulf of Mexico, 
that brings gas prices down that also bring inflation down because they're going to give them jobs and it's going to help the economy and all that good stuff no joe biden and the democrats no no that's not no that ain't gonna work you know what's gonna work let's throw more money into it there's a problem with throwing more money into it, ladies and gentlemen. Inflation continues to go up. Now that you have these gas cars that are going to go out, let's think about this. The president is not backward, but that's why he's called backwards Joe. He's not thinking. If you send out gas cars to people that are already taking money from the government, all companies are going to be like, oh, they got more money. And it's going to raise the inflation, which raises the gas prices. Ladies and gentlemen, that, look, this whole, this whole scenario, him threatening the oil companies, Y'all better produce more oil. Ladies and gentlemen, this is making Joe Biden look bad. This is making him look desperate. Look, I heard the other day that more, and look, you always hear that. When people start leaving a cabinet, that means that they have no hope or something's going on. Guess what? All Joe, all Joe Biden's cabinet is leaving him. And ladies and gentlemen, this is just making Joe Biden look really, really bad. And, and look, he, he's backwards Joe. Ladies and gentlemen, backwards Joe's right back at it. I'll be right back after this short break. Cheers and good on you, boys and girls. My name is Scott Ford, and I have a show on Rumble. It's the Scott Ford Show, all in one word, the Scott Ford Show, and it's on Rumble. And I also have a motivational success show on YouTube. So go ahead and subscribe and ring that bell. That would mean a lot to me. Enjoy your life. Thank you, Isaac. God bless. And you touch me with your hand. You made me understand Hold on to the light All right, everybody, welcome back to the third and final segment of this Father Day, Father's Day edition of the Cajun Conservative Show. I know I said at the beginning of the program, but I want to say it again. Happy Father's Day to everybody, you know, uh, you know, on that note, my dad is still with us. Thank, thank the Lord that he is. And, um, you know, to everyone that has lost their dad already, look, I, I pray for you. This, this has to be a hard day. And I, I want to be honest with you. You know, my, my thoughts and prayers are with you. And, uh, look, we know that death is imminent, that it will happen to every single one of us. Look, unless you're a Christian, you have a hundred percent chance that you're going to die. And you might say, well, Isaac, what do you mean by Christian? Well, as a Christian, I believe Jesus Christ is coming back someday. Now, if he doesn't come back in the, if I don't go up in the rapture, yeah, I'm going to die. But there is a chance and the signs are really there that one day the Lord's going to come and he's take his church, his bride away. And uh, that's the only hope. But even that one day, ladies and gentlemen, I might, I'm going to die, but I'm going to rise again because I have Christ. And uh, thank the Lord that uh, I know where my dad's going. And uh, I just look again, I want to pray for everybody that's that's out there. Just keep your thoughts and prayers to all the ones that have lost their fathers or, you know, they, they might only have a short time with their dad left. But, uh, you know, my dad, my dad's going strong. My dad's a pastor and he is a sponsor of this show. And he he believes what we're doing here at BGS Media. So anyway, back to what we was talking about. I just talked about Biden and his cabinet all leaving him and, you know, his uh his whole uh ordeal with his cabinet but look ladies and gentlemen i'm sorry to say that biden has fallen more than we know he's falling in the polls he he's falling in his he's failing in his agenda and he's falling off bikes so this happened saturday the 18th I, biden falls off bike on delaware ride with first lady says i'm good 
He's saying that a lot. I'm good. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, no, he's not good. Um, look, and like I said, ladies and gentlemen, anybody can follow their bike. But Biden doing this is kind of like a cherry on top. Um, and look, a lot of people are worried about Biden's condition right now. Is he fit to run run for president? Um, you had AOC saying the other day she didn't know if she would support him. Um, she didn't say in those words, but she was saying how. Well, not even saying. Let me say it like this. Her talking around the question proved that point that nah, I'm probably not going to vote for Joe Biden or I'm not going to I'm not going to uh, endorse Joe Biden or whatever. I think if it's the last candidate, it will be. But uh, but anyway, Joe Biden falls off his bike. Um, and this is so this is whole, this goes to a whole nother issue of is he physically capable of being president now until I hear a doctor's report and look they might have one out there remember Joe uh, remember uh, Donald Trump always had a doc they always wanted to see do the doctor records of President uh, Trump remember that we oh man we don't think he's mentally fit to run for president we don't think he's mentally fit to be the president we need to give him a cycle evaluation and all the all the look his pr private doctor the White House doctors, all of them said, look, he's good to be president. Stop. But you notice you're not seeing none of that with the Biden uh, physicals. And like I said, I don't know if they they have them. I don't know. I know he does a yearly physical. Now, on one good note, I'm glad the president's riding a bike. He gets to stay fit. I don't ride bikes too much and look how I am. And uh, that's my fault. I need to lose weight. But uh, anyway, on that note, uh, yeah, but the, pri the president goes ahead. And like I said, ladies and gentlemen, he's falling. <laughs> he's falling more than we think. And it just it's just gonna go. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and talk about some backwards, the the yeah backwards deals, but some backroom deals. Um, we had an article come out uh, from the Daily Wire, and it says new Kamala Harris task force looks a lot like the disinformation government board. Vice President, now this was done on the 16th, which was Thursday of June. This was released. Uh, Vice President Kamala Harris uh, uh, announces the launch of a new White House task force on Thursday. Aim, uh, yeah, aim, uh, aim to address online harassment and abuse. And critics have raised concerns that in practice, it could be the disinformation government board under another name. The task force, according to Thursday's announcement, plans to address a all online harassment and disinformation, but will also focus on specifically the disprioritizing online harassment forced by women and girls and people with the LGBTQ community. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this, this whole podcast uh, relies on the internet. I'm just being honest with you. YouTube, Rumble, uh, all the audio platform. We, we go to one source and it sends it out to all the rest of them. So we, we, we're really heavily on the, the online now that this is the scary thing about first off the scary thing about this white house task force it is it, it, it's it said that like the lgbtq community i criticize the lgbtq community not there not the person does the way they're handling things with pride like like for prime for, uh, for prime example and i was supposed to put it in here something came up i couldn't i there there's a uh, and i can't think of the, the girl's name but this was a famous influencer on TikTok and everything and she came out and says oh i'm coming up the closet i'm gay and they, the, the the left has lifted this girl up now this is a 16 17 year old girl um lifted her up to the pedestal of the spokesperson for the lgbtq community and iHeartRadio 
had an event that they sponsored. Do you know what the event was called? Don't cancel pride. And I'm glad I'm, you know, I'm like I said, I'm going off, but criticizing the LGBTQ. That's why I'm bringing it out. Um, I looked at this and I'm like, wait a minute, don't cancel pride. There's except you, if you're a conservative or a Christian network, there's nobody trying to cancel pride. Come on, man. They let me, they're having parades. Me and Scott talked about this last week or last uh, Tuesday on the show or last Thursday on the show. I'm, I'm getting all my days mixed up. But me and Scott talked about this. They, they had a parade where they had men whipping each other in, in handcuffs and hardly dress. You had you had a, a, a you had a singer having a, a strap on of a uh, of a man's genital genitals and stroking it in front of kids. And and then you have you have a man that's dressed up as a drag queen opening his his thong or his underwear and letting kids put dollars in it ladies and gentlemen who is canceling pride the left is lifting this up and look the new buzz lightyear movie my wife surprised me with going to the theater and that we, we chose to watch that i don't know if she knew what was going on but I, I look i sat down and watched it i watched the lightyear movie i remember saying a while back i might not watch it and look i went and watched it but ladies and gentlemen from the, the first 30 minutes of the show they're showing a gay couple and they're showing a kiss scene i knew it was common it was no surprise but there's conservative outlets out there like oh disney did it who's canceling pride nobody is canceling pride i think it should that's a sin yes cancel pride but this new task force see how i just talked this new task force under kamala harris that is harassment and that is abuse. So we need to go ahead and take that off. Now, this is the thing, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be honest with you. You can go ahead and say, well, Isaac, hold on. This is a whole new thing. This is a whole new task force. But ladies and gentlemen, don't you remember that they pause the disinformation governor governance board? This board was done by Homeland Security to go ahead and watch out for foreign false information. And when it came to come to find out about a GOP, two senators, Josh uh, Harley was one of them. Josh Harley said, no, they were going to go ahead and watch people in our own land, speaking their opinion and speaking their thoughts. Now, all of a sudden, now, I don't know if Kamala Harris had this idea, but it's all of a sudden that this board got paused and all of a sudden Kamala Harris comes with a new task force to make sure that there is no harassment of the LGBTQ community and girls, which I would like to ask Kamala Harris, how do you identify uh, women and girls in this harassment thing? What if there's a man that's being harassed? Oh my God, I feel like I'm a girl. Well, you're not technically a woman. Then we got to go to Matt Walsh's documentary on the question and say, hey, who is a woman? Or are we going to have to ask the judge? Because apparently the judge says, well, we can't ask her. She's not a bi biologist. I'm not either. So you're disqualified to say what's a man and what's a woman. What if a true biologist come on and says, well, a man is a man and a woman is a woman. You disqualify because you're going against the LGBTQ community. You get what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen? This is, this is, look, this is a backroom deal. I know what happened. This is my theory of what happened for all you fact checkers out there. They knew that the disinformation board put a bad taste in Americans' mouth. Because even liberals are like, no, you're, you're, you're suppressing the First Amendment. So their plan was this hey, we're going to go ahead and we're going to go and we're going to go ahead and just, you know, 
we're going to pause that. We're going to look back at it. And they called and come out and said, hey, can you start a new task force? And it was signed, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it was signed on Thursday where it says President Biden will sign a presidential monumental establishing the White House task force to address online harassment and abuse. Responding to the need for government leadership to address online harm, which this prioritized uh, uh, affected women, girls, people of color, and the LGBT plus individuals. The press release stated going on to the note that the task force would include Anthony, uh, include Attorney General Marin Garland and Surgical, Surgical General Velva uh, Vika Marty, amongst others. That's the guy, that's the girl, that's the, that's the general. Anyway, <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, th th and like I said, this, is, this had to be a backroom deal. This, this, this had to come on and say, hey, look, this is my theory. People, oh, you're a conspiracy theory, but it, it's too close. Ladies and gentlemen, this is too close. And ladies and gentlemen, almost all the disinformation governor boards. Now, this is the problem with this, though, ladies and gentlemen, before I move on to what I want to talk about next. This is the problem right here, though. Americans are going to see, oh, they're helping out women in the LGBT. Oh, <laughs> just online harassment. And ladies and gentlemen, the government is watching and going to start censoring people. They're, they're already using Meta. They're already using Twitter. They are The only one they ain't using is True Social. But this is the problem, ladies and gentlemen. They, they, Americans are going, oh, this is for our online harassment. This is fine. See, when they say government informational board, oh, no, that's bad. That's infringing on the First Amendment. We're going to change the name of it. That's all they did, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm, I'm calling it. This is what they did. Another backroom deal that we had this week. Remember, look, I'm going to be honest with you, ladies and gentlemen. I called it. Uh, I'm going to toot my own horn. I called it. And a lot of my friends have called it. Do not trust Joe Manchin. On this show, I praise Joe Manchin. I said Joe Manchin was doing what was right. I'm glad he's a moderate re Democrat that's helping out the Republicans. He, he did not shoot down the filibuster, and he stopped Build Back Better. Well, Senate Democrats are preparing for a possible summer action that still includes climate, tax reform, and prescription drug bills uh, grinding behind the scenes of a new vision during high-profile gun safety talks. What they're talking about right here. This is from Political. Political says, back burner no more. Democrats set man uh, them set Manchin's talk on uh, party-line bill to Schumer. With much of Washington's attention on guns, Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Senator Joe Manchin, Democrat West Virginia, met twice this week on potential party-line package. That's more afoot. Schumer and his staff are working with the Senate... Uh, parliament to help tee up a possible july or august vote and a preliminary democrat poster had test uh, has test how popular majority companies of the hypo uh, hypothetical bill would be in a senate battleground state the talks could fall apart, of course, just as they did in december when Manchin rejected a 1.75 trillion bill White House blessed plan. That's uh, any bill advanced this summer would be much slimmer than that one's focus on the lowering drug costs, reducing the defle uh, def uh, deficit, raising taxes on the wealthy, and boasting energy sources, both clean and domestic. It's not everything Democrats want, and they have ha they may have to take Manchin's term in the heat of the midterm campaign season, or face another rejection from the. Uh, Marshall centrist, uh, um, the the centrist. The uh, he's a he's a moderate, but 
with it works deep into the calendar, the party is pushing a new spin on the old saying, build back better late than ever. Ladies and gentlemen, I called it. I called it, ladies and gentlemen. Don't trust Joe Manchin. I, I look, there's a lot of Republicans out there, even some conservatives. Oh, Joe Manchin is helping. He will never do Build Back Better. But guess what? I just talked about backrooms door deals. Guess what? Backroom door deal that's going to hurt America. Joe Manchin, it wouldn't surprise me. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is all done for the midterms. They, it says in this article that they're trying to push for the midterms. They're trying. And look, I, in this article, there's like four states that they went ahead and looked. Uh, I think it's Georgia. Let's see. I'm trying to look at it. See if I can find a. Now, this is the bad thing about this too, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Manchin and Christian Sinema approve of this. It only takes a 50-50 vote. Kamala Harris comes in and, and raises up gas prices. Does everything. Uh, let me look for the the, uh, the states that they said it would show the numbers. Yeah. So so if this passes. The poll shows that the Democrats have a greater chance of winning New Hampshire, Arizona, Nevada, and Georgia for the Senate races there. The Democrat senator is in there because look, New Hampshire, the Democrat senator is having a problem. Arizona, they're having a problem. We already saw Nevada. Nevada had a primary where a GOP uh, Trump-backed candidate won. Georgia, we got uh, Hershon Walker that won that. He's, th- they, he's up in the polls, I believe. So ladies and gentlemen, now this is all, they, they want this, but they, no, this ain't everything that we want. Just like the, the gun control thing. It's not everything we want, but guess what? We're going to take it little by little by little, ladies and gentlemen. And look, I told people, don't trust Joe Manchin. I, I think Joe Manchin did good. Joe Manchin stopped Build Back Better, but guess what? Build Back Better is in the works still. The Democrats are not giving up on this, ladies and gentlemen. Now, this is the problem right here. A lot of people may be asking, well, what's up with Uvalde? What's up with the bu- uh, Buffalo shooting? You notice that's all covered in the news while this was done in the back. This happens all the time, ladies and gentlemen. There's a crisis. All of a sudden, that happens. And there's something in the background. Look, half of the Democrats didn't even know this was going on. In this article, it says half of the Democrats were like, we didn't know Joe Manchin uh, and Chuck Schumer was talking, trying to plan a bill. But ladies and gentlemen, look, backwards deals. And look, that's the problem with politics, ladies and gentlemen. Now, look, I, I don't agree with the political side of it, but there's a lot of movies like that. Look, uh, how many are, and look, this what happens to the same actor, 24. And that movie, um, ah, I'm trying to think of the name, uh, Designated Survivor. You notice this on almost all these movies that portray politicians. There's always backroom deals before something can get done. They're always talking in the shadows. Ladies and gentlemen, it's kind of funny, okay? Uh, look, look, the best, I'm going to use for the best example. I want to use an example. The best example of that would probably be 24. I know it's a movie. I know a lot of it's fiction. But there, there was a lot of episodes on that show where Jack Bauer wanted to do something. And he called the president. And the president would go ahead and say no because it would hurt that agenda that the president was trying to do. So Jack Bauer would go off on the rails and he would do whatever he wants to do. But ladies and gentlemen, that's how this is done. And look, ladies and gentlemen, it proves it. Build back better, no matter what version it is. It's going to raise inflation. Infla- Look, just imagine this, ladies and gentlemen. If they do a build back better plan, like Joe Manchin. Now, Joe Manchin's one of them. He said, Look, this is going to raise inflation. He want- Look, $175 trillion spending plan, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Manchin says it's going to raise inflation. Inflation last month was 8.6%. Imagine if this bill passed. You think you're paying high for gas now? You think you're paying high for groceries now? You think all... No, you're going to be paying higher. Ladies and gentlemen, it would not surprise me if inflation hits 9%.
8.6 was a 40-year decade high. Gas prices have been hitting record highs for the last 20-some days, if I'm not mistaken. But ladies and gentlemen, now Joe Manchin, I, look, like I said, I told people, do not trust Joe Manchin. Don't trust him because he's a Democrat. And I, I said that in a lot of episodes. It would not surprise me. Joe Manchin would go ahead and stab the American people in the back to benefit the party. And ladies and gentlemen, that's what he's doing. I think that's the only reason why he's considering this and meeting with this. Because look, I talked about it in the first segment. All these elections, all these Democrats are worried about elections. It's kind of funny. Now, Joe Manchin thinks this is going to help Senate candidates win for the next Senate to keep the Senate House. I'm going to consider on doing it. And the way he's looking, uh, uh, Chuck Schumer already has the votes lined up. And what's bad about this, because it is a spending bill, it don't have to hit 50. Remember, because this was the whole argument. The Build Back Better plan had to go through a filibuster, but they made it a spending bill. Oh, so all we need now is a, a majority. And ladies and gentlemen, my humble opinion, I think that we should go back like the old days. Hey, let's have a majority. Let's do a 60-70 uh, vote, uh, 67 vote to pass any legislation or 60 vote. I even like the filibuster rule, 60 votes. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the problem. And on that note, the Republicans ain't going to change it because it benefits them when they're in office. But the Democrat parties are still going to use it to their advantage when they're in elect. What I think the Republicans should, be, should do and have the moral thing to do is set it back at 60 all across the board. And make it harder to bring it back. That's my opinion. But ladies and gentlemen, Joe Manchin, I, look, I, I, and look, I'm not going to lie. I praise Joe Manchin. I told him he did it. I, I, I don't think he listens, but he did a good job. But this proves right here. He's more Democrat than American. Because he's going to go ahead and bring more inflation and more hurt on American people. By, by endorsing this. Then doing what he needs to do and help the country and stay, get a backbone. That's my opinion. And look, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead and end it on this note. That's why I tell y'all, do not trust in man. Do not trust in politicians. Trust in Jesus. Because Jesus is never going to fail you, ladies and gentlemen. That's the only one. On that note, I'm going to go ahead. Oops, hit the wrong button. All right. On that note, I'm going to go ahead and end it out. I hope you have a good day, good week, wherever you're located. Remember, happy Father's, belated Father's Day. Be blessed, be encouraged. Remember, Jesus Christ is coming back, and he's coming back soon. So don't be fade of heart, because Jesus has overcome the world. Until next time, you have a good one. Bye-bye. And he is the open